to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, we chat with small business owners from around the world. Now, with me today is Jackie Harsh, who has returned for a second episode of Virtual Coffee. Jackie is the founder and owner of Bamarama, a self-care company that focuses on bath bombs and shower bombs. For her second episode of the podcast, Jackie updates us on the growth of her company, specifically in the wholesale area. She also shares a lot of valuable advice on how to grow and market your business. And this is definitely a great episode for fellow business owners because she really dives into very specific advice on just how to run your business successfully. Now, as a bonus, Jackie has given our audience 10% off their purchase on bamorama.com when you use the code virtualpodcast. I'll put her website and that code in the description so you have easy access to it. I know you'll enjoy hearing from Jackie, but before you do, please consider rating and reviewing Virtual Coffee on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. It helps us and the businesses that we feature on the podcast get noticed. You can also follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. And now let's hear from Jackie. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you so much for being back on the podcast for round two. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be back. Awesome. Yeah, happy to have you back on. And so our audience knows you were first on Virtual Coffee back in December of 2022. So almost a year ago now, if folks want to catch up and hear your rather your introductory episode, they can go back in and listen to that one. Um, but excited to hear updates of where you've grown and where you've been in the past year. So Let's start off with just that. Um, what are the the major updates you want to dive into or stories you want to get into from the past year? It's interesting to see, you know, to listen to the episode from, you know, last December, which I can't believe is already almost a year ago. It feels like it was just, you know, a couple of weeks ago that we last spoke. Um, yeah, but in that, but in that episode, you know, discussing that I wanted to be in a storefront and, you know, the goals that I had for the business and getting my products out there into a store for folks to shop. And then in the last couple of months, you know, the business for me has really turned into a wholesale opportunity. Wholesale for me has really started to take off. And now I'm shipping my products to shops and boutiques all around the United States and internationally. So that was super exciting, but it's been a fun journey <laughs> the last uh, uh, nine nine to 10 months. Congrats on international shipping. That's huge. I know that's very hard to do. <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah. So I, um, I've actually had two. One went nice. to Canada and then one went to Ireland. So nice. I thought that that was super exciting to have my product in, you know, two separate international areas. So yeah, very, very that's exciting. awesome. That is very exciting. And you, you know, you mentioned that your goals kind of shifted a bit right from more of that storefront to wholesale. What, I don't want to say made you change those goals, but what encouraged you to change those goals? You know, how do you know to pivot? Was there a feeling? Was it natural? Was there a moment, you know, cause I'm, I think this is an important topic for folks, especially business owners to know it's okay to 
shift your vision as the business grows? Any perspectives there or advice there to dig into? So I've actually always had the wholesale store. You know, it's fair.com. Um, and I've always had that since I've opened the business at least a year and a half ago. And it's just never really taken off. I don't know, probably didn't put enough of it on my end and updating products and making sure that, you know, product photos were where they needed to be. But then really it was just that first customer, the first customer who went on, ordered from me, reordered from me, left a five-star review, then left a second five-star review. And, you know, it kind of all happened naturally. Uh, I mm. found myself needing to fulfill orders there faster and, and more frequently than I did to restock a, a local storefront here. So um, I still have three local storefronts that I that I have my products in, but truly that focus has been uh, getting orders in for fair you know, I'm up to an eight to 10 day lead time because those are coming in so quickly for the for the wow. holiday and the fall season. So I'm very, very happy and blessed that that folks have chosen Bamarama <laughs> for their mm -hmm. products. So yeah, it sounds like to your point, all it took was that one person on the wholesale website and it kind of grew from there. And then you realizing, hey, let me put more energy into the the area that's working, right? Like I said, I just think that's important for folks to know that it's okay to do that. You know, it's okay to put your energy where it's growing. Even if you thought, you know, maybe a year ago to your point, you thought wholesale, you maybe keep doing it, but you were putting more energy towards other areas, but now you've shifted. And I think that makes, that makes sense. That's a good strategy. You know, it's it's very important and almost detrimental too. Uh, maybe not detrimental, but very, mm -hmm. very, very important because, you know, when I first started out the business, I was making round bath bombs, very simplistic bath bombs. And then as I started noticing, you know, I'd add in one shape and that was something that the customers at events and local storefronts wanted, I started buying more started getting into custom orders. I just recently did a custom order for a bridal shower. Oh, uh, so cool. it was very exciting. Yeah, very excited about that. We did a ring for them. They gave it to all of their guests that showed up. So it, it's very imperative that you go the direction, you know, keeping all of your morals and the things that you want the business to be, but really kind of focusing on what, what does the consumer also want? Changing and evolving based on on your market and your customers that you're serving. It seems like you still have the shop though open online, right? Where individuals can purchase from you as well. Absolutely. Yes. Bamarama.com still open, still updated with any fall. Uh, we'll be coming out with holiday uh, bath bombs and products there. So absolutely want to be able to cater to everybody for self-care. Want to make sure that, you know, that is still my business over arc is that I want to make sure that self-care is available and fun for everybody, uh, no matter the age, no matter the gender. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Staying true to your original mission that clearly hasn't changed, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you still have that shop online open because I have gifted your bath bombs to many people since we last talked. <laughs> they were in uh, many, many Christmas gifts last year and some birthdays since. So I can definitely attest to the product. They are very fun <laughs> to gift as well. I love all your, uh, your unique shapes. And like you said, like the holiday ones that are coming out and stuff, they're all very cute. I love them. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. I'm curious, Jackie, reflecting on the past year, 
what has been the biggest challenge or I don't know, I don't want to say a challenge, but what I'm trying to get at is the past year as the wholesale's grown, as your business has continued to evolve, what's been that place that has been surprising to you? I don't know, like this is a challenge to take on or something big to take on that I wasn't expecting as a, as a business owner. And the reason I'm asking is because you've kind of, it seems like you've gotten past the very intro business life, right? Where like the business is now kind of maybe on that next level of you're past the initial launching of a business and now you're growing it and evolving it. I can imagine some of the challenges are the same, but maybe some are different, right? Based on how your business has evolved. Any Anything that comes to mind there? A couple of things, actually. So one of them being more recently now that the wholesale business has really taken off is trying to find the work-life balance in that and mm-hmm. trying to be able, you know, uh, Bomberama is a one-woman show. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I make everything, I paint everything, I, I package and label. And so right now that is becoming a challenge or an opportunity because at some point you go, when do I need extra help? <laughs> mm-hmm. And what does that help look like? And where is the opportunity for somebody else to come in and start to learn my mission and start to be able to do those things with me? So that has been the the biggest adjustment is like you said, going from launching the business to now, how is it a sustainable business? How is it now going to be a business that I can still enjoy time with my family and be able to do dance class and take my daughters to school, but still be able to run the business, provide the products and be able to push self-care out to, to everybody. So that has been the actually in the works right now (laughs) as I start to get busier and busier through the year. That sounds like a good, good challenge to have. (laughs) Are there any, um, you know, resources that you found helpful? I always find interesting what folks say to that question, because people will answer anywhere from books to people to websites to anything that's just helped you and any resources in particular that are helping you make that decision or that you found very valuable over the past year. Definitely my family. So we have two sets of grandparents here um, in the South with us because we, my husband and I are from the North, we're from Ohio. So we have family there, but then we have a, a couple sets of grandparents here down in North and South Carolina with us. And they have been an absolute blessing. They will come and watch my daughters, you know, take them for a weekend, go take them out for adventures on days that I need to get caught up. If I have a market or an event that I need to attend and my husband is working, then they will come and they will assist. And again, they take them on all all sorts of adventures. They go to the zoo. So they are definitely taking care of while Mm -hmm. I have to make some bath bombs. So, you know, I really couldn't honestly do it without them. They are they are almost essentially the backbone, if not, even though they're not sifting the ingredients and and, and molding them, uh, they are the backbone because without them, I wouldn't be able to have the time and be able to do the focus that I have right now on the business. I remember you saying, I believe you said something similar in your first episode. So I'm glad that your community is is just as strong (laughs) a year later. Um, No, I can imagine how much help that is just having that immediate community around you, right? That's that's awesome just to have that support. And that's always a theme on this podcast is the community, the support, getting help, how invaluable that is. It is. And, you know, I would do wrong in, in 
not mentioning also the other small business owners that I've met throughout the year when mm-hmm. doing events. You start to grow yourself a little family there as well of other business owners that I now can reach out to or DM and say, hey, I have a question about this. Or have you done this market before? I'm looking into doing it. Have you been in this storefront before? And just kind of seeing you know, what their experience is, even if it is a completely different product, whether it's jewelry or candles or, or resin, and really creating relationships and bonds there that that help you kind of make decisions that impact your business as well. So they have been a huge help in the last six, you know, nine months that that I've really started taking on the the markets and the events here locally in Charlotte. Again, that's definitely something we always hear on on this podcast is even just forming those bonds and relationships with fellow small business owners, exactly to your point, because they're going through very similar things, right? As you, or mm-hmm. have gone through them or will go through them. So it's just <laughs> passing on that, that guidance and advice and, uh, learnings, perspectives, all that stuff. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. What is now your favorite part of running Bamarama? And again, now that you're kind of out of that launch the business phase and now you're into growing the business phase. What's now, you know, today your favorite part of the business? I love hearing about folks who have bought my products and used them like uh, similar to yourself where you've gifted them for Christmas and they, they mm-hmm. brought joy to somebody and they were able to use them and they, and they had fun and it made them feel good. And you know, that's, uh, that's my whole favorite part of it is doing the markets and meeting individuals in the community and being able to build those those relationships there and have conversations and and you know i i've done events all the way from matthews north carolina to clements north carolina and i have seen returnees at both who come looking for my products and it it, because it made them feel good it made them feel better and that just feels so good because the mission Mm -hmm. is there that we're spreading, you know, I'm spreading the health, the the self-care and, and we're going at it. So I absolutely just love meeting folks and hearing their testimonials of how they've used my products and how much that they've enjoyed them. It, it, it really is heartwarming <laughs> to mm-hmm. know that the time and things that I put into making sure that the product is a wonderful product and that it's safe to use is working. I can imagine that's like the awesome cherry on top, right? Cause I'm sure you see <laughs> yeah. the numbers of sales, right? Like you're still, you know, selling the products and they're, you know, they're getting to people's homes, but then to hear the feedback, right. That's probably just like yeah. the extra good thing, you know, that's an awesome answer. Cause it, again, it's clear that you're very true to your mission and you honestly believe in it and want to act on it of that, you know, promoting self-care to everyone. So that's awesome you know, as your business has, has grown, what do you think has contributed the most to its growth? And where I'm getting at here is, do you have advice or maybe it's that one thing that you'd encourage other small business owners to put their energy behind, look into what whatever the advice is that you maybe learned, you know, over the past year of, oh, that, that thing really helped me grow the business or focus on the business? Like what's, what's that, that thing, if you have it, that you think really has contributed to, to the growth of Bamarama? Sticking to it. You know, I'm sure that, that those listening have heard the summer slump (laughs) uh, (laughs) phrase uh, from this year, you know, and that can be very difficult. 
there were a lot of times this summer with doing markets or having very low sales in stores just from folks on vacation and you know the we know where the economy is where it is and that can be very disheartening and frustrating and i and you know you get a little bit desperate but you just got to stick with it you know for me it's <laughs> if something doesn't work at a market or a store, I'll come home and rethink the whole thing. Uh, and mm-hmm. my husband has to kind of bring me down to ground zero and say, no, <laughs> no, you don't have to change everything. You have a great product. You just have to stick with it. And, you know, doing that, sticking with my branding, sticking with what I know is true, self-care, and just letting folks come find and maintaining those relationships. Uh, I know it's not you know, as as an advice to another, you know, fellow business owner, it's not necessarily a one specific thing, but it's understanding that you got into this for a reason and just stick it out because uh, yeah. it can be hard and, it, you know, long nights. <laughs> there, there are nights that I'm up to 1 or 2 a.m. painting bath bombs, making bath bombs. But um, when I think about that person that I met at a market, who thoroughly enjoyed it or the kid who bought the paint your own and mm-hmm. is now going to enjoy and I can see how excited they are for bath time that night that's what makes it worth it so you just you yeah. just got to stick with it that is great advice because even I, I can very much relate to that I think I mentioned in the last episode um, that we just published but I I'm at this point now where I have all these ideas for virtual coffee where I could take it how I could reinvent it yada 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 and to your point I I kind of realized over the past like few months of ideating on that, that I should just stick with, with what's working and grow that, right? Mm-hmm. Like keep growing yeah. that. And then maybe down the line, right, there's other avenues to go, but this isn't even at the highest of its growth yet, right? So like, let's continue with what's <laughs> working and people are listening and et cetera. So I can really relate to that because it gets, I don't know, you, I feel like as, people, we just get this itch to change it up, do more, or, you know, you get that one piece of feedback or one thing that doesn't work. And to your point, you want to completely redo it, but that's (laughs) not always like, you got to let, give yourself time to, to simmer and grow and see, see where it takes you first um, before just changing everything up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I like that a lot. I can very much relate to that. Um, (laughs) and, and, (laughs) going to say, speaking of changing things up, where are you taking Bomberama in the future? <laughs> but it sounds like, you know, it's mainly, mainly sticking with what's working, but any, uh, any goals for the future or exciting updates that you want to share, uh, that are going on with the business? Yes. I have some holiday markets coming up over the next couple of months that I'm super excited about. I'm actually running on September 30th. I have signed up for my first dual event. So I have two events. They're very large events, both on the same day. Um, One (laughs) is the Southern Charm at the Farm in Clemens, North Carolina. And the other is Matthews Mainline Market with Handcrafted Market in Matthews, North Carolina. Um, And they are both very large markets. And I have enlisted my husband (laughs) to work one of them for me. So, you know, being able to get to a point where I can do markets on the same exact day and be able to, again, have that family and have that support of being able to say, hey, hubby, can you go sell some bath bombs for me (laughs) this day up in Clemens while I'm down in Matthews selling my bath bombs down there has been really great. So now it's where can I go to take that to the next step? 
how can I now yeah. potentially in the future, maybe even hire somebody who would be able to do those for me. So that way I can focus on what new product or where do we need to go next? Wholesale, would love to continue with the wholesale, continue to expand that, grow that, yeah. um, and, and really make that a big portion of the business. Because if I can also help other small business owners and boutiques around the U.S. be able to get folks into their stores for self-care. I mean, that to me is, oh, wow, it, it's big and, and, mm -hmm. and special to me. So I'd love, I'd love to continue to grow that as well. No, that makes sense. I, I really like that vision. Um, and speaking of those markets, how do you personally decide which markets to go to, you know, which ones you think would, I guess, work out for you or benefit you? Because I, I've heard just mixed opinions on markets, like whether, you know, sometimes they're really fruitful, sometimes they're not like, do you have any decision criteria that you use to pick what markets that you'd want, you'd want to do and more asking for other business owners listening who could maybe use some, some guidance there? Yes, I do have essentially a, a running checklist in my mind. You know, I will, I will Google the event first and foremost to make sure that it's a real event because unfortunately we know scammers are, are, are out there. Um, yeah. So you want to make sure that it's a legit event. I also look and see what their Instagram and their Facebook looks like. Do they promote the event? Because if they're not promoting the event, to me, that's a red flag because as somebody who's organizing it, you want folks to come and you want them to see the business owners that you've, that you've brought in. So if they're not, if they're not marketing and if they're not pushing it, to me, that's a red flag. And, you know, location for me is a big one, as I'm sure everybody, I, I stick to uh, an hour. I won't travel outside of an hour just because at that time you're looking at gas and whole day travel and whether or not you need hotels. <laughs> and mm -hmm. right now I'm not at that point, but I do have several business owners who go to Chicago or they've gone to Ohio for events because that's where they're at. And, you know, hopefully one day, but I will look how long has the, has the event or the market ran? Is it first year, second year, third year? Um, and then, you know, I've also over the last year and a half of doing events, I have found my favorite organizers, um, those who treat us as small business owners with respect and they understand and know what we're putting up when we come to a market. I've done other markets where when I show up, I am not ever even met by the organizer who never shows up or doesn't, you know, come by to see how you're doing. And so some of that also has to do with whether or not when I'm at the market and whether or not I will decide to come back. So, you know, for me here locally in the Charlotte area, handcrafted market with Hannah Faith is wonderful. I've done several markets with her. She is such good people. Uh, we'll take care of you, Will. And she she looks for those markets that are specifically uh, designed for shopping experiences. And, and I absolutely love that. So, you know, it's hard because sometimes you'll show up to a market and you have high hopes. Um, you know, I did one in the spring and we had tornado warnings all day. Yeah. So, you know, it's the life of a small business owner sometimes where where you show up and you go, okay, I, I, I kind of missed it this time, but stick to it, right? <laughs> stick to mm -hmm. your guns and let's try another one. That's great decision criteria or like evaluation criteria. Some of those things I wouldn't even have thought about. I think that's very helpful advice. And I love how you have that distance limit for you right now, knowing it can change right in the future. But I think that's very smart because I could see it, you know, you want to take on every opportunity, but you can't, and not every opportunity is going to be as 
valuable to you as others. So that's really great advice. And I forgot to mention too, some of the Mm. other criteria is also looking at like the product. So specifically for me with bath bombs, you know, like brewery markets are not something that I Mm. do well at. Whereas I have had other small business owners who sell boutique clothing or sell jewelry and they do super great at those events. So it all also depends on figuring out where your market is and where. So, you know, for me, I do really well in Uptown Charlotte with shower steamers because there are not, you know, the apartments don't have tubs. (laughs) But I do do very, very well with bath bombs when I'm outside of Charlotte and I go to those other surrounding areas like Matthews and Clemens and, and Concord. So it's also knowing that it might not be anything other than that particular market for your product too. You know, and I've also been to other events where the event organizer just needed to fill spots. So you will show up and there will be 20 candle makers and 20 tumbler makers Mm. and 20 jewelry makers. So, you know, you also kind of want to look at what that, that breakdown is as well. Uh, Obviously, if you're going to have a large event, you're going to have a couple of repeats, but to show up and then not be one of two or three, but instead one of 20 or 25 um, is another red flag that I would look at to say, oh, maybe we need to diversify the makers because there, I mean, there's so many talented makers out there to be able to get those opportunities too. So that's also something else I look at as well. Yeah, those are great points. Because yeah, to what you're saying, as soon as you get to, oh, now there's 25 bath bomb companies out there, then then I feel like now you're playing the strategy of where's your location at the market? You know, is it at the front? Is it by the exit? Where, you know, where is it? And that you can't always control that, I don't think. So yeah, the, that's great criteria. And to your point, the areas of like, if it's a market where people don't have tubs, I again, that's just something you wouldn't even really think of, but that's very smart to um, pair your customer base to the location and just doing that evaluation before you go to the market. That's very smart. Thank no, that's you. awesome. Jackie, any other advice, thoughts, updates, learnings from the past year that, that you want to share before we close out our time here? Just want to thank you so much for having me back on. You know, it, it, it's so interesting to see where to start the business and where you thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then to see how your customers interact with your product um, and what their favorites are, and then just roll into something that you didn't even think was going to be a possibility. You know, I, I opened the wholesale website, honestly, truly never thinking that it was going to take off. And now it's my biggest portion of the business yeah. um, and one of my favorite things to do. So, you know, really just it, you started it for a reason, you know, to all those other small business owners, you started it for a reason. You got into this, you have a passion, you have an art, you have a craft, stick with it, but it still is going to take a lot of work. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> as I'm sure you've seen the meme or the the joke <laughs> where it was, I quit my corporate nine to five working 40 hours a week to now work 24 seven as a small yep. business owner. <laughs> um, but truly it, it it's so rewarding to be able to know that you are capable of those things. You know, I am capable of being able to be creative, which I never thought I could and be able to interact and, and just bring joy to others. So you, you know, to the other small business owners, you can too. So I know it gets hard, but it's also super rewarding. So just stick with it. 
that's a great, great note to end on. Yeah. And to your point, it's, it's not going to be easy, but Hey, if it's the <laughs> thing you want to pursue, right. Then it's, then it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, Jackie, the, you know, the last question I always ask is what is your proudest accomplishment so far? Maybe you have the same answer as last time. That's perfectly fine. But just in this moment, proudest accomplishment, what comes to your mind? So to shift gears a little bit, I would say, yes, I'm very proud of Bamarama and where I've taken mm -hmm. it in the last uh, year. However, being able to see and spend more time with my daughters over this past year, even owning the business has been fantastic. It almost brings me to tears thinking about, so my <laughs> oldest daughter is four, she'll be turning five in December, and she is absolutely obsessed with helping me with the business. And she, you know, she tells me when she grows up, she wants to be an artist and she wants to make bath bombs like mommy Aww. and sell them like mommy. And to a point now where when I make the bath bombs and I have what I call flops, mm -hmm. they work perfectly fine, but maybe I messed up the painting or broke them or something. She doesn't want to use them anymore because she wants to sell them and she wants to be <laughs> like mommy. So it's so, you know, tiny humans watch everything you do. And so to know that she's watching me work so hard and to put so much time and to put so much dedication into something and now she wants to do it too, uh, it's, it's such a wonderful feeling to know that that entrepreneurship, that dedication, that sticking to it is starting to also wear off on my kids. And, and you know, I hope they stick with it as, as, as I stick with it, so. That's so wonderful. And even if they don't grow up to be a small business owner per se, like the lessons, the learnings, the inspiration, like they can take that into any field, you know, anything that they want to do. So that that's really incredible. And yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That's wonderful. And yeah, excited to see where eventually they do go right in their life and where they, <laughs> where they do what they end up doing. Wonderful. Well, Jackie, please shout out uh, your website, Instagram, everything where, where the audience can find you and Bomber. Rama. Yes. So I am on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. All handles are at Bamarama Bath Bombs. Uh, you can find me online at www.bamarama.com. Um, you can also, for wholesale opportunities, find me at fair.com slash direct slash Bamarama. And then for all of our listeners out today, I would love to extend um, a special a gift for listening to the episode. So if you go onto my website for an order, um, you can get 10% off of um, anything that you purchase with the code uh, virtual podcast. Lovely. Thank you so much, yeah. Jackie. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for that code. That is very exciting. So I really hope everyone checks you and Balarama out. And like I said, I can definitely vouch for these products. I have gifted a many to others in my life. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Jackie, for coming back on and please come back in another year to share, to share more updates. I'm looking forward to that future episode. Um, and again, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And I definitely look forward to uh, another year recap. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> awesome.